if I stay in the town of Barnstable for my entire fucking life, I will have no idea what Dubai looks like and I won't be able to tell you what the language and culture is like over there. But mm-hmm. if I decide to travel and expand my horizon, I'll be able to tell you more. Yeah. And I think that life is completely about experiences. I think the point of life is literally just to live it and experience it and learn and, and, and literally stuff. Man. So it's like if you're just confining yourself to this one world, like I sell software and, and I'm a SDR and I'm an account executive and that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to get 100K. First off, you're fucking delusional if you think 100K is a lot of money anymore. And then second off, you're delusional if you think staying in an account executive role for the rest of your fucking life is going to bring you happiness. It's like marriage. Literally. It's like, it's like marrying somebody from high school and you never, ever, ever got to see what another partner was like. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kids at Work podcast. My name is Matt Corman. I'm here with Travis Tangway. You know what it is. Yeah, back again. Um, so today is July. No, it's not. August uh, August 10th. Me and Travis are both back from some weekends where we got fucked up, drinking yeah. alcohol and shit. Tough one. Yeah, so uh felt like we were, um, you know, back in uh, like a year, I mean, two years ago. Yeah. What I say, before coronavirus. F- felt like a pre-COVID type of event, you know? I mean, yeah, you had a wedding, right? Yeah. How my, was that? Was it good? Yeah, my was buddy got a... It was good. It was good to have uh, some real Abiding beers. by the COVID rules. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually weird. The DJ was like, he was playing some songs and he was like, all right, everybody, you know, da- feel free to dance, like spaced out. And he was like, feel free to do this. I got a safe distance. And then, um, but you, I was also around like the, pe- the people that like I was with were like, like there wasn't a lot of people and everybody there was pretty much family members. It was a really close knit wedding. So that's good. Where'd the, they have it? Um, in Plymouth. Uh, no, sorry. In Bourne. At the was that like morning. a venue? Like uh-huh. our venues doing that? Or? Yeah, it was in the, it was like in the, in the yard, like right outside in like a little yard. They had a tent set up. It was pretty cool though. How many people did they, was there like a limit on how many people they allowed? So this week you're only allowed to have, you're not allowed to have more than 50 people at an event, but okay. it was 72 was the total. And then after that, we... Bunch of fucking rule breakers, huh? Listen, guys, yeah. <laughs> You're no, nasty. Yeah, we definitely did break the rules. There was a... We tried to socially distance as best as we could, but then, you know, there was like a little pool party after. I'm not saying it was the best of ideas. Yeah. But listen, we did it. Pool it, party. It, and it's what happened. So, so you we, went, you got after it. You were drinking, huh? You said you were hungover yesterday? Got wicked fucked up. That's crazy. I don't see you do that much often anymore. No, no. So. That was like first time since yeah. 2008. Back with the homeboys. That's always a good time to get after it, you know? <laughs> it, and no, seriously, it is. It's no. good to... Last time I had like all the boys from home together, we got super fucked up too, so... Yeah, it's fun. That's sick. I drink alcohol. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. to see like your uh, your buddy get married like after... Because I mean, I went to high school with, with Zach. Yeah. And... um. I don't know. You just think about like the shit, like, the and you're just not even close to marriage. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like holy shit, like, like marriage, dude. That's I remember uh, my buddy Dave, like his girlfriend, like we were sitting there watching, and then she turns to me, she goes, "That's forever," and I was like, "Yeah, that's fucking crazy." Well, depending, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, you know, depending on fifty-one percent of the. I've the seen, I have uh, seen plenty of marriages that have not been forever, mm-hmm. but uh. Yep, yeah, yeah, no, that's good. I'm glad you had a good weekend. How about, how about you? You were uh, so you were we down went down. Area. Yeah, we went down to. Uh, well, I went home. Golf with pops on Friday night. That was uh, a couple course. of boys from home. Okay. Course is actually really nice. You hit him good. Uh, yeah, played pretty fucking well actually. Um, some good. dude was being. A, it was actually hilarious. Some dude was being a dick on the golf course, which yeah, everyone knows golf. Not scrap him. No, I don't want to throw him under the bus like that. But you know, pops, he's not afraid of a Listen. not a, not afraid of an altercation like that. Sure. And. Um, we, these guys in front of us are golfing wicked fucking slow the whole time and like we were being patient because it was twilight so like it's kind of like you pay a discounted rate and you golf as many holes as you can so like there's no rush but it's also like you know you're not playing like you're on the fucking pga tour sure because it's not like you know you have limited time to get x amount of holes in so it's like oh like, let's try and play as many as we can so yeah. like 
you know, don't sit there for three minutes, line your putt up. But we weren't giving them shit. Like, we weren't hitting into them. Like, we were waiting on the tee box a lot of times. So it gets to the ninth hole, and we're like, all right, we're finishing up the ninth hole, and we're, it's, we're about to take the turn, and we're like, all right, let's not stop for beers or anything. Like, let's just get to the next hole, because hopefully they're... They're, like, they're stopping for beers. Hopefully they're stopping for beers. But we, we didn't, dude, they finished up the ninth hole and we didn't even see them. Like, we didn't, we thought they went to their car. So we we're like, oh, fuck, they're not even playing 10. Yeah. Like, let's get going. Perfect. So, of course, classic Tangway luck. We like start, we like finish up nine and we start driving over to 10. Yeah. And they come out of the clubhouse. Sure. And, they're, and now, buddy, fastest I've seen a move all day is jogging over to the thing. Uh, to beat us to like the 10th hole or whatever. And uh, my so dad. So he was going to skip hole. Oh no oh, no! Oh. They played hole nine and they finished up and like, yep. dude, it's crazy. They were so slow. Like we were waiting for them. Like we teed off. Like once they were far enough away, mm-hmm. and then we had to wait for like five six minutes to take our second shot because we were trying wow. to go for the green. And they're like chip. Like they just weren't good, which is fine. It's whatever. Like we didn't we didn't fucking complain about it yeah. or say anything to them, and we didn't hit into them. We kept our distance, and we just thought like they weren't playing eighteen, so that we didn't think they were gonna go to ten. But as soon as we, of course, as soon as we come out of 10, you know, we don't sit, once we're on nine putting and finishing up, we don't see them. But as soon as we drive towards the next hole, yeah. of course, they come out of the clubhouse. Sure. And my dad, like my dad's cart was like kind of already towards like, like his cart was really close to the green. So he headed to 10 and then me, Kim and Chad, I mean, he came and Zach were heading there as well. And the guy starts, but we were behind my dad. So he was just like teeing off. Like he was getting ready to go. And yeah. the guy's like, excuse me, excuse me. And like my dad Stopping was like in you? the process of hitting. I mean, like, and like really, yeah, like in the, yeah. He's like, excuse me. He's like, and then he starts copping an attitude. He's like, you didn't want to ask. And uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah, like I just turned my back because I knew like I didn't know who was gonna say something. And um, uh. Zach was kind of looking right at him, and he's like, oh, we didn't know you were making the turn, or whatever. Which we were just trying to beat him. But it's it's kind of like man, like you took that time. You took that time to stop and like. And get beers Yeah And like We were quicker than you Like yeah, we yeah. just got off And like Honestly us teeing off Like we weren't gonna hold them up You know what I'm saying Like sure. the pace they were playing at though, All day We weren't gonna hold them up one bit So then we were like Oh we didn't see you or whatever And my dad finishes up teeing off And he's walking back towards his cart And the guy's like Yeah that's alright You guys are better than us anyway Like kinda just like 60 year old dude With like a fucking attitude on him and my dad thought he said something completely different. My dad uh, said, like, that's yeah, all right. You were up our ass the whole time anyway. Like, he thought he said something douchey anyway. Uh, so my yeah. pops just puts his, just walks right next to him. He's right next to my dad's car, and he puts his club away. My dad just stares at him and looks at me and goes, don't be a fucking dick. <laughs> so he says, like, oh, the guy man. is like, like, my dad wasn't, like, going to scrap him or anything, but yeah. he just doesn't give a shit, and he just goes, uh... Just don't be a fucking dick. And the guy's like, whoa, I'm not, I'm not. I'm sorry. My dad's like, dude, you came over here with an attitude. And yeah. got right in our faces and we're yelling as we were teeing off. He's like, we did not know you were making the turn. We tried to get out ahead of you. Do yeah. you want to go? He's like, no, 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 no. You guys, we, we we're probably holding you up anyway. Like completely changed his fucking. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He probably thought he saw a bunch of kids like uh, teeing off or whatever. And yeah. He's like coming over here as the old guy. But it was just hilarious because it's a gentleman's game. And but Pops, like. He wasn't getting in the guy's face or anything, but he yeah. was just telling the guy to fucking politely piss off. Pop's got to teach him a lesson, man. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I golfed and then I uh, slept at home. I got to hang out with Olive, which was dope. And uh, then uh, then went to hang out by a pool Saturday. Yeah, that's and, right. And uh, then you, uh, you like, experienced... Um, I don't know what happened to me. I think that, I think I drank bad alcohol. Yeah. Well, what did you... um? Turn your mic a little. Oh, this way. Oh, Perfect. other way. Other way. This part's sticking this out. This part. I do that every episode. Sorry, what did, um, what did you... Because uh, I, I got I got a serious hangover yesterday, but I don't think it's bad as you, but like it's because I mixed a bunch of different things. Like, what did you drink? 
I was drinking claws and then um, yeah. and then the espresso martinis, but we're just like making espresso martinis. But that's it though. I think it's yeah. the espresso martinis. Then we were honestly kind of drinking a. Um, we were playing like a not a drinking game like we were reasonably drinking and that's why I was so confused like how fucked up I got because <laughs> like I was like I wasn't even like getting after it. like I drank way more in college yeah, and that was what confused me too because I was like dude I drank way harder on the 4th of July and didn't even get close to getting sick but it was just like 11, 11, 30 rolled around and it was like bang but some days are just you're sick though. and I was like what the yeah. fuck I think some days you can consume alcohol differently. Also, it depends on like what you eat and shit. I think. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what you're eating. Yeah, I also like not to throw her under the bus, but uh, Breads was on the grill and uh, mm. she cooked burgers and like halfway through the burger. Oh no! I literally looked at. Maybe Jay. it was I a little food poison. Lo- that's so honest to God. That's what I was thinking because I was very puzzled. I was like, I didn't drink that much, and um, were you blackout drunk though? No. Like, were you hammered? No. Throwing up? No. So then probably it could have been food. Like I, I drink responsibly. Yeah, but uh, well, of course. No, yeah, it yeah. could have been the food. I don't know what it was, but I was just sick for like a like. It wasn't like a quick like throw up and then like all right back to action like. Yeah, yeah. I, was, like, I was sick. Like I, yeah. I, it was like kind of violently thrown up for a little bit. So that's why I thought it might have been the food. Uh huh. Because the burger uh, definitely could have been, still been mooing for sure. Might as well just taking a slice off the cow and throwing it between a burger. Yeah. I haven't thrown it between buns, but um, yeah. no, it was good. So yeah, yesterday was tough for me because that's the first time like. I've like thrown up Well you know me I hate throwing up I don't know if we addressed that On this podcast before But that's like yeah. Just my whole life Been like something I'm like It gives me like Extreme anxiety Dude, For some ter- reason Did you I think I told you When I was younger I was scared I was like terrified Of throwing yeah. up too But like I wouldn't say like It's weird I wouldn't say terrified Like I wouldn't say It's like a fucking fear Like yeah. people are like Scared of heights uh-huh. But like When throwing up Becomes like something That it's like Oh I don't feel good I could throw up right now Or like you feel nauseous and we were talking about yesterday you get that feeling when like the warm fuzzies come over you and you're like in your body like that feeling that makes you be like okay time to walk to the bathroom right now yeah. you know like once that feeling comes or like I know throwing up is a possibility then it becomes a fear mm-hmm. like it's not like something well I don't know you saw me when we like lived together in uh, G21 when uh, Blanche got sick he got the stomach oh, bug yeah. dude it's, it's just because it was one of your anxiety like, it's like triggering your anxiety yeah it triggers a lot of anxiety because like, I wouldn't say it's it. something I'm very scared of but it was almost like yeah, like when Blanche had the stomach bug and we lived in that fucking six person tiny a fucking apartment. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's no way I'm not getting this, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole three, four days of him being sick, I almost was making myself sick. Like yeah. being like, well, I'm going to get it soon. Like I'm going to throw up soon, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just always been something that like, I don't know. Since I, I literally since I can remember my first time throwing up, like it's That's crazy. Yeah. Brutal. That's a thing though. I mean, I, I had that. I just. I think I, I I got over it because I decided that it's crazy because once you start throwing up you feel better though and like, yeah. like we said yesterday it's like when you when you're initially it's not even the act of puking it's thinking about throwing up that fucks you up and like the dry heaving thing like try like you can't get it out it's like but like when you do it and you walk away and you feel ten times better it's like fuck I wish I did that an hour ago yeah you know? yeah I don't know what causes me to it's be, like jumping like, in the water. It's like, yo, I'm glad that I'm swimming right now. But, like, before you get in the water, you're like, eh, I don't know. It's, like, a little bit yeah. cold. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good analogy for sure. It's a nice shirt you got on there. Yes, this is... Um, did we plan that today? Yeah. No, we actually did. Shout out to uh, shout out to Enlightened Rebel Co. Uh, yeah, Enlightened yeah. Rebel Company. We started... We uh, shouted them out last episode. Yeah. Cool little locally made... Uh, Clothing company, I comfy guess. as hell. I yeah. like, I like this. I think they, um, I think they get it from. I the think same. I kind of messed up their name last time I shouted them out. So terrible memory on me. So I'm gonna actually. You can find them on Instagram at Enlightened Rebel Co. And uh, they are a clothing brand established on the first day of summer 2020. All about 
travel, good times, best friends, and retro vibes. Pretty simple shirts. I like them a lot. Definitely going to start wearing them to the gym and yeah. whatnot. But uh, I like the look of them. I like the black one. I'm jealous look, I gave you looking that one. Swaggy. No, yeah, I like the black one, too. It's looking swaggy. Nice little clean logo up front. It also fits really nice. It's a nice little... Are yeah. you an XL, too? Yeah. You got an XL yeah, on? Yeah, XL. It's got a good it's fit on it. Perfect. It's comfy. It's light, too. So I can yeah. see myself doing shit outside with it as well. Love it. So, yeah, if you like to support local business or you like just cool, casual wear, go check them out on Instagram. Like I said, enlightenrebelco.com. Link in bio. To Link purchase. in bio. Yeah. Um, shout, out to, uh, shout out to them. And also... Uh, I actually just reposted something on my Instagram when uh, Future, I think it was Future, he got out of the car and he was like, like wearing Gucci. No, he had a bunch of like a, 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 yeah. a Gucci bag in his car. I think it was Future. And then he was like support. And then he was also wearing his friend's brand. Like he mm -hmm. wore his friend's hat who like isn't popping. And they were like, oh, like Future, what's that? Like, what's that? And he was like, support your friends just as much as you support the Gucci's. Don't go, you don't go in a Gucci store and ask them for a discount. So don't go to your friend's business and ask him for five bucks off his t-shirt just because you know him. Yeah, fast. You should support like, him told, 10 exactly, times harder. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. so make sure, you, especially in a time like this, with like people are now getting laid off from jobs and they're also are look, like people are searching so hard of to, to create things for themselves, like like businesses and whatnot. And so if your buddy's out there and, and he started a t-shirt business or your buddy started a fitness, fitness like, you know, like releasing a workout program, yeah. anything, like now is the time more than ever to be supporting your friends as entrepreneurs. 110%. 10 times more than you're supporting 110%. the companies. Like Colin said he was going to send us one and I've been moaned him anyway because it's like, you're trying to Yeah, for sure. The, you know, Same thing with, with Nico. Fucking exactly, the barber Nico, shop, the you know barber. I mean? Like don't expect, that's another thing we've talked about a lot is like, when you go through life, like there's perks in life. Like obviously, like you go visit me at the bar and whatnot, or we go visit Kamara at the bar. Like that's an amenity of like having a friend that's a bartender. Yeah. But we talked about never be the guy that shows up and expects yeah. to like not get a check. You know, if you have a friend that's a bartender or you got a friend that's a barber, you know, you got to hook up through Alex. Yeah. His best friend is a barber. You know, don't go there expecting a discounted haircut. Yeah, just go to him because it's a good barber that yeah. you like and you support. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I end up I end up tipping Nico pretty much the cost of a haircut. Like, I pay him more. Like, I like to support like friends and whatnot. Like, I want to buy shirts from Colton because yeah. you know it's it's helping. Like, it's helping the cause. I would want that support too. Absolutely. If I was starting a brand of my own or something like that too, you know. And it's hard, man. Like when it you when you, when you start out, if you've never if you're listening to this, you've never started anything like a business or anything like that, or it, it's super <laughs> fucking hard trying to uh, the the first thing you want to do. Think about anything you try in life. Like you start lifting weights, you want your friend to say, "Hey, man, you look good." Like like good for you. Like yeah. you get support directly from your friend. So if you're starting a teacher company or something new, and you're in your friend of that person, and you're not supporting them off rip. Like I guarantee you, they're not getting support from anywhere else. So you need to come through for them. That's a part of being a good friend. So, yeah, I I mean, I completely agree to that point. Same thing yeah. with music, too. Also, if your friends are doing yeah. music, support that shit, too. It's like, so funny, it's too, man. Like, uh, we actually talked to, chatted about it a little bit, too. He's like, I appreciate the support. And, like, it's not like I'm looking for the appreciate the support, but it almost, like, makes me happy that I am because I yeah. would anyway, but not because he appreciates it. Like, I would do it anyway, but it's nice yeah. to get. But he said... He was like, it's crazy the negative vibes when you're trying to go out and do something and like start something of your own or whatever, like how quick people are to like be negative about something, you know? And it's like mm -hmm. hearing him say that, it just reminds me so much of like, you know, us trying to build your brand or whatnot or yeah. do this podcast. Like people are so quick to be like, oh, you guys are on a podcast. Oh, you're starting a podcast. It's like, yeah. shut the fuck up and go do something more valuable with your time, yeah. you know? I think people I mean, are we just, talked about that A couple yeah. episodes ago Like people are so quick To spread hate and whatnot And it just still baffles me Like I could talk about this I'm blue in the face like, yeah, It's yeah. just like Like why Why are you so bored That you have to just like 
You they're, know? they're just lost, man. So that's, I they're guess we can talk about it. We've talked about it from that perspective, but we can talk about it from the other perspective of just like, if you are starting something of your own, like yeah. if you're passionate about it, just fucking do it. Like it doesn't matter. Fuck I think, yeah. I think a pro of starting something of your own or, you know, trying to grow a brand or like put yourself out there on social media or something like that. I think a pro of that is like, you see who's not really with you or you see who's oh, like absolutely. not a true fucking friend. Absolutely. I think that's the beauty of starting something or like, yeah. putting, like I said, putting yourself out there because it's like, you can thin the fucking herd. You yeah, know? absolutely, man. Tighten that circle up. I mean, I've seen it more than anything, like when like doing the music thing. Like music's a funny one because, I mean, we, we've talked about it before, but it's like it really, everybody knows somebody who's tried music. And so when you have that, I've said it on stage. I said it at the last show at Manchester, how thankful I am that you guys supported, like everyone that's in the building has supported me. And because and at one point in your life, you had to throw on my song and someone from your hometown or someone that you know had to be like, who the fuck is this? You're like, oh, like you had to stick up for me at one point yeah. when I wasn't there. And I know that happens. Mm -hmm. And so like the fact that people are at the concert, like, yeah, like I fuck with you. Like I'm representing that this is my friend and I support what he's doing. Yeah. Like I understand that goes a long way because you have battles that come with that as well. Yeah. And so it's not... It's not easy to support the the, the the fucking, I don't know, the kid that's fucking, the kid that's trying to do that's shit. That's doing him. It's you doing know? his it's, own it's, thing. It's, it's exactly. going to be hard. Because it's so funny because getting out of the ordinary, you know, not being that cookie cutter, like nine to five, minding your own fucking business and like, you know, posting once a month on social media and like yeah. not putting yourself out there is such the norm yeah. that like it's so easy to be part of the norm and just be like, Ugh. What is this kid doing? Like, dude, yeah, yeah. I was just, to him. I was just that, won't, a, that won't work. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. Dude, at the wedding I was just at. Um, like, uh, like a bit, like, like I was having conversations with kids who like, I haven't had with a while, and I love these kids. And um, but like I just remember, like it's a common thing that comes up even when you meet, see parents they haven't talked to in a while or anything. They're like, oh, like how's everything going? I'm like, oh, you know, good. Like you know, you tell them about what they're doing, whatever. They're like, all right, like you know, as long as long, it's always a good as long as. Like yeah. I'm doing something wrong. It's yeah. like, yeah, like oh, like you're you're doing something for yourself. Like you're not working for anyone else. Like hey, like. As long as you're happy and, and it's and, and it's doing well for you, but it's in my head like I'm like, I'm like, you know that I'm better off than you. It's almost like the backhanded compliment. It is because it's like it's like you know that like I am better. Hey, you off might not right be now, making right? millions right now, but you're making enough yeah. to support yourself, and you're doing what you're passionate about. There's those who go through life, you know, they work that nine to five in Boston, they work their way up in corporate, and they make 125, 150 a year, but like. Is selling fucking data what they were like grew up wanting to do? Yeah, no, and like, absolutely that's, fucking not. I mean, I'm sure there are some people that are like, oh boy, can't wait to grow up and be an accountant. Like, sick, good for you. That's awesome. That's your passion. But there's others that are just doing it because the pay is there. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you're gonna go through life like feeling not fulfilled. Yeah, you know, like that's another thing too. Where like, I do, I got that same thing. I'm not a fucking rapper, but. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like just being a bartender, like at 23, like sure. going, going, going back home and like, uh, you know, you seeing, seeing people at parties or whatnot, or people's parents and like, how you doing? Good. What are you, what are you doing for work nowadays? And I almost I was always like, not, not embarrassed at all, but I'm like, well, I'm, you know, I'm still 23. Like I would, there was almost like it's a, a weird conversation, like, dude. You know, even people being like, it. well, like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's not really a career, yeah, but you, oh, know, you as can long make some money doing happy, that though. You can make some money doing that. Sure. Yeah. No, do it. Do what you enjoy. It's like, yeah, I do. It's, it's crazy. I do enjoy it. I went back to bartending because I chased the nine to five cookie cutter life with Cheryl Williams. Yeah. And was I was whack. making less than I would have, you know, I was working more and making less than I was at the bar. So it's like, okay, yeah, you know what? There's no health benefits and, you know, insurance provided by bartending, but I can make a really good living doing what I like to do, Yeah. you know, while I figure out what I want to be passionate about in the rest of my life. But it's just, it, like you said, it's funny. There's always that backhanded compliment because when you're not doing what someone sees as how you should pursue life and how you should go through life, yeah. they're like, oh, 
<laughs> they also think it's Travis doesn't yeah, have a like they don't have, he's Travis doesn't have out. a four hundred one k at twenty three. Dude, like fucking fuck loser. your four hundred one k and also <laughs> and fuck your fifty to eighty thousand dollar job. Like people also are delusional with how much money you make as an entrepreneur if you can do it right. Like someone told me the other day. Um, it's funny because you actually work there. But uh, because this job was so similar to Sharon Williams, someone told me they were like, oh, like you're, you're not working right now? And it's like, well, no, I'm not working because my restaurant's still not open. Mm-hmm. COVID-19, shout out. And uh, it's a tough time, you know? And, and it's also shout tough out. too, because it's like, what am I, so, I talked to my parents about this and I'm like, I kind of feel like a bum not working right now. But I, I'm fortunate enough where when I was bartending, I was making enough money to save up. So I'm providing for myself right now with, you know, what I saved. Yeah. And, you know, I talk with my parents and I'm like, I, it's, I feel like, almost like a bum or I feel like I don't have a work ethic because I'm not very motivated to go find something else right now. And my dad's like, like, like you don't have to like, don't, it's nice that they understand because it's like, what now, because bartending or my restaurant that I was working at is closed and bartending is kind of weird because of all the COVID rules and whatnot, you know, places in mass don't even have seating at the bar, you know, so you're just making drinks for the rest of the restaurant. Yeah. Anyway, my point being is like, why should I have to go find something that like, I don't like to do just to like get that job. You know, so someone told me, oh, go go work for Enterprise. You started out at 50K. It's really? like, yeah, I started out at 50K if I can sure went too, but I have you, Dino, Alex, and everyone else in my ear telling me like, you know, exactly, like what I'm saying is like, people don't understand like, well, oh, I got that I got that job that pays me 50 starting. It's like, well, it's not all as cracked up as it can be. Like that 50 sounds good, but mm-hmm. when you're working 60 hours a week making a fucking stagnant ass pay, you know, you're working literally your balls off in the yeah. freezing cold in a parking garage in the middle of Boston. Yeah. And you then every two weeks you're making fucking fourteen hundred. What'd you take on thirteen hundred when you started? Oh God, less, dude. I made, dude. I fucking made twelve hundred dollars biweekly when I started. Twelve hundred biweekly, man. That is ass cheeks, dude. And like I look, yeah, ass cheeks. And I so it just baffles yeah. me, man. It baffles me, like. Ah, oh, man, like oh, get that nine to five. I think the most secure thing you can do for yourself is create a brand and I've said it before long lasting because that is the, the most secure thing I ever had right when I lost corporate America I thank God I had this because yeah. imagine if I never ever started the music I never ever did like the my, and now that I'm doing the, the the growth guide thing right now and I'm building that every single day like I'm still continuously running ads for that every single day like a year from now it's like it's just stupid. Like, okay, you may come out of college and get a job paying $50,000 a year. And then you're going to take home 12 Nice when you're living at home, but you realize how much money it ain't when you move out. Yeah, that's also, that's not a lot of money. And then, like, you get $1,200 biweekly. And then, okay, and then let's say you end up quitting that job because you're like, well, I don't like it after a year. Let's say you pocketed, like, 4000 to $5,000 if you're living out, which is, like, realistically. And then you start from zero again. Versus if you build a brand for yourself and a business for yourself, a year from now... You're just going to be even bigger. Like a year, like Matt Corman, MIH, a year from now is going to be 10 times bigger with yeah. 10 times more of fucking money. Yeah. Because like that's security and no one can fire me. Yeah. But it's also the problem. Like you say, the most like way you can secure yourself or whatever, like that's awesome if your brand takes off. So the thing about sure. a nine to five that yeah. pays you that 50K is like as long as you do well at your job, that 50K, that 1400, that 1200 a week mm-hmm. is or 1200 biweekly is going to fucking be there. Mm-hmm. So that's not going away. So that's what obviously I think gears more people towards it is like this is a safe route. Safe route. You well, know, that's life. Because man. I don't think I also don't think, you know, 
everyone can go get a nine to five. I don't think everyone can start a brand. That's not me being negative. I, you know, I agree. I'm saying, yes, start that brand and chase that fucking dream. Yeah. But to, to think that like, there's enough, like, I mean, starting a brand, like the the space is already so diluted that, you know, I don't, I'm just saying like, I don't think everyone could go start a brand. Sure. And also like to each his own, like not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Like, which is fine. We need people. Exactly. We need people that want to do people to be at the rental car counter so we can rent the car. 100%. We need people yeah. to clean to I'm be not, garbage. And we I'm not rashing on those careers at no, all because I, yeah, like, I, I did it too. I just personally, like, I wasn't a fan of it. So that's a, the perspective I'm speaking of. Like, you know, I'm not shitting on anyone that does that because no. we also need that. And, you know, there are people that might like that. They might enjoy that fucking career. Yeah. You know, but it's just, it's crazy. It's like this wild thing about life that, like, you know, it's trial and error, man. And yeah. That's what's different too because I'm like, oh man, I'm going to have like a bunch of, bunch of bouncing around on my resume. Like, that's kind of how the world is nowadays. Like, people are realizing, you know, like, oh, you don't graduate high school at 18 and get that job at the factory and work there until you're 60 and then retire. You know, like, yeah. you you have to try things. Like, I have to have these different jobs that I had because it's helping me figure out what I like and what I don't like to do, you know? Also, from a hiring perspective, do you want to work with a guy? All right, let's say, like, I get your resume across my desk and I see you worked at X, Y, and Z and then you were a bartender for a little bit and then you can tell me, hey, like, I, uh, you know, I worked for Sherwin-Williams. I became a manager there and then I realized I didn't really like it. I went to bartending while I was, you know, waiting to go be a firefighter or whatever. And then, you know, you can just elaborate that. And then I was trying to build a brand. Like I'm trying, I'm helping my buddy build a brand, yada, yada, yada. Do I want to hire you? Or do I want to hire the kid that just graduated from college and didn't try anything else and just took the safe route his entire yeah. life? But Depending on the organization. But exactly. There's still the stigma, I think, with most people that hire, like, looking about at a lot of bouncing around. Because they're 55 like, and dumb, though. Yeah. Like, they're... Like, like literally, that was, like, one of the things, like, we looked at on resumes, like, when, when I went to manager training, like, yeah. for sure, when it was, like... You know, t- looking at like hiring a part timer or whatever, because obviously like you're hired by corporate as like for a management position and whatnot. But then the managers can hire people to work in their store, and it was like they were going over resumes and like you know one of the points brought up was like, oh yeah, this person bounced around from a lot of jobs. Like, yeah, sure. That's like that's a stigma. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. like I don't know. Me quitting two jobs doesn't mean I can't hold one. I could have held those jobs if I wanted to. I just didn't fucking like them. If anything, you bro, know, I think that it makes you smarter than the fucking idiots that stay in the same role forever. Because now, too, it. another thing is like, you know, I had I had two jobs for about a year, and now I feel like I'm well versed in like two different areas. You know, absolutely. What if I like, just I learned a-, a lot more about psychology being a mentor, a ton about psychology. It was really fucking interesting, and uh, it like it grew my interest. Like that was my minor in uh, college, and you know, it grew my interest on psychology. And I was like, oh, this is really really fascinating. Yeah. But the pay just like wasn't there yeah and uh, a lot of time on the road and whatnot so there were cons that outweighed the pros but I learned a lot and I learned you know more you know practices for my own you know just things I learned so many more things about psychology to to be blunt I mean uh, to be to the point of it also my brain right now sorry if I'm not being a good conversation yeah, no, you're, you're, you're my brain I'm trying to tough weekend uh, a little bit of booze in the system and whatnot trying to reset so I'm fasting right now and uh, you might hit a twenty-four hour. I'm fucking hungry, out, man. Yeah, you're actually. Um, hey, you're doing well, but I mean, carry yeah, on. So carry on point. from your no. Yeah, your point. to carry on from that, I feel as though I'm well versed in in not well versed, but versed in 
like multiple different areas instead of that one person who just like crunched numbers yeah. from 22 to 50, you know? So it's like, I feel like I'm learning more about myself and learning more about the world, you know? I, I stayed selling software for 15 years and then I'm done with that. I could tell you everything about technology and I could tell you about like what it's like to work in corporate America and how to interact with people. But if I sold software for three years and then I learned how to run a rental car company for two years and then I learned how to run a gym for a year, I could have 10 times more stories and 10 times more knowledge yeah. than somebody else. It's like, for instance, the hometown theory. That's how I look at staying with the same company in the same role forever. Or, or you can level up through the roles, but the same company. If I stay in the town of Barnesville for my entire fucking life, I will have no idea what Dubai looks like and I won't be able to tell you what the language and culture is like over there. But mm -hmm. if I decide to travel and expand my horizon, I'll be able to tell you more. Yeah. And I think that life is completely about experiences. I think the point of life is literally just to live it and experience it and learn and, and, and literally, stuff. Man. So it's like if you're just confining yourself to this one role, like I sell software and, and I'm an SDR and I'm an account executive and that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to get 100K. First off, you're fucking delusional if you think 100K is a lot of money anymore. And then second off, you're delusional if you think staying in an account executive role for the rest of your fucking life is going to bring you happiness. No, because that's a thing. Because like, think about... You say it's like marriage. You it's say happy. It's like marriage. Literally, it's like, it's like marrying somebody from high school, and you never, ever, ever got to see what another partner was like. I thought you were gonna say something a little more vulgar, but yeah, no. uh, <laughs> no. I was like, oh wow, another. here we go. Uh, but you know what I mean? Because why, why do you think divorces happen? Like it's like because hey, why people do you get people fucking leave, bored and dude. people leave jobs? It's like, dude, I've been selling software people for thirty-five bored. years. Exactly. It's like obviously. So I'm getting it out of my system before I get married. Yeah. Good, get it out, man. No, <laughs> Literally, fucking, yes. No, yeah, no, I'm exactly. And and you bring up happiness, and it's like. You know, there's no one, you know, there's no rule book on like the way you're supposed to live life. You know, sure. there's that cookie cutter mentality where people are like, oh, you know, yeah, this is how you're supposed to do it. But it's like, says who? Says right. who is like work is working that nine to five and literally sitting in traffic two hours a day, driving in the office. And, and you know, you got the weekends off, you got Friday night and then a full day Saturday. And then Sunday, you got the Sunday scaries because you're going back to work. You're like, oh, works tomorrow. Yeah. Basically, you get a day and a half of a weekend. Living for the weekend. Oh, what do you get? Two weeks. Uh, you go, you know, you go up to New Hampshire, the mountains with the wife and kids for new, for uh, vacation or, you know, you, oh, you take a cruise or something. You get that once in a while vacation to look for. Or are you more like kind of freelancing? Like, do you, like you say, like take that time to travel and put emphasis on travel, learn more about the, like the world, do things that you enjoy, you know, like the Rosa, like taking time off work to go surf down in Hawaii. Like that's Love fucking it. crazy. Yeah. That's sick. You know, we're opposed to someone that might've never done that. And it's like, you know, you get to that you get to that last day or, you know, say your conscience is still with you. You're laying in that coffin and you're like, damn, glad I was boring my whole fucking life. Glad I didn't do anything. But, the you know, and thing. I'm not saying people that live the that work these nine to fives are boring. I'm just saying, like, make sure you fucking enjoy the little things, man. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like or make sure you enjoy what you do, what you do. Like, like, for instance, I could say this like uh, and this is also bias, right? Because I'm speaking, but this is our fucking podcast. So fucking it is bias. But like. Like a firefighter, for instance. Like, I say that's like a role where it's like you could be passionate about it and do it forever because you are like saving lives. There's so much more value behind it. Yeah. Versus then, like, I just say software because it's the industry that I was in. Yeah. But like, if you have a role, like engineering, for instance, I got a buddy that fucking loves engineering, but it makes sense. Like, it's something to be passionate about. You fucking, you, you do the math, you make a structure, and you look up at the city of Boston, and you're like, wow, I built that and that's gonna be there for hundreds of years. Great. Let's cool. move on to the next thing. But me closing fucking deals at a restaurant. And trying to hit my quota so somebody else makes money and I can make a little bit of commission. Sit on the phone and getting told by people, yeah, so and so isn't here and making seventy five calls a day. I'd rather mow lawns. Or get, uh, uh, I'd probably literally. I'd probably, I'd probably it's like, dude, I like. I, I told you I wanted to get into it when I got to Sherwin. I wanted to like 
learn you know the business world and whatnot and i did there was yeah. a lot of things about running a store and your bottom line and profit margins and all this stuff right and successfully running a store like i learned so much about that where if i go to the next like they did a, like i say they were a great like a great place to work yeah it just wasn't for me like i yeah, just yeah. didn't love it i wasn't excited it was a struggle to get on a bed to get there get my coffee at dunkin and open up the store and be in a good mood and cheery you know like it just wasn't me like Plus paint 20 hours a day no pun <laughs> no pun intended like watching paint dry wasn't fucking fun <laughs> but uh no but but then i meet people you know the, the manager that trained me like yeah he was about it he liked learning about paint and how to you know give people the best paint for the job and he yeah. was into it and he fucking liked it and it's like that's great man because that's what you enjoy doing you know and I, that's what I think is I'm sa not saying there's anything wrong to a 9 to 5 but don't do it just because it's the thing to do if you genuinely I mean this sounds so cliche everyone says it everyone has that has a platform says it but literally I can't put enough emphasis on like chase the things you want to do mm -hmm. like go not leaving Sherwin but not knowing what the next step was and going back to bartending because I knew that was a job I was good at and a job that I liked those three months that I was working at before COVID hit after Sherwin and before COVID I was I mean you can attest you live with me I was the happiest I was lights out different person Different person. Different person. I got back. We used to say you have to have, you needed 15 cool. when you got home from Sherwin. Remember, I, yeah, you used to say I needed like, 15. Oh, you need 15. Yeah. Well, like, that's an awful way to live. Like, exactly. my entire and life, Alex, I need 15 minutes when I get home. Alex, too. Yeah, Alex. You, yeah, you would say the same, the same thing to Alex, and he was coming from a very similar job. You know, we I was selling cars. He's selling, I mean, he's selling cars. I was selling paint. Yeah. It's very similar jobs. And we would both come home and, like, you literally look at me from a day of sitting on the computer working on what you're passionate about. You'd be like, what's up, Sherwin? How are you? And I'm like, sit on their couch, put on the fucking Bruins, and you'd be like, all right, you need 15. And, like, you legitimately want to talk to me for 15 until I decompress. That's not how I want to live life. So I'm saying, like, there's nothing wrong about these standard-ass cookie-cutter jobs Yeah. if you are genuinely happy with your life. Sure. And we also or there's need, those that do it because they need to do it. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm just saying, if, like, you know, you listen to this and you're like, wow, you know, like, I really, I, I, I hate waking up, waking up at five in the morning to go do what I do. Like, I really wish I was doing something else. Don't be afraid to take that leap because of the uncertainty of the future. Yeah, you know? absolutely. If there's nothing else, that, if there's nothing else you see out there for yourself, if, if you're not like, wow, I really want to go do this instead of what I'm doing, then maybe not make that leap because, like, maybe figure out what you want to do because if you just quit the job you're working at because you're unhappy uh -huh. and then you got nothing, I mean, granted, you might be happy and find something to do, but, you know, always make sure, you know, you're secure. And I think that's a lot of the reason why people do work jobs they don't like because of security yeah. and whatnot. But Absolutely. it's just like if you have the opportunity to pursue, like, it might be a tough path, you know? Like, it might be a hike over a mountain instead of walking down, like, a, a nice paved path. For sure. But, like, if you have in your mind, like wow I really wish I could pursue this like just do it you yeah. know because I just think like there's literally life is so short and there's no meaning there's no one way to do life yeah, yeah. so it's like if you get to be 75 and you're like glad I sat in an office for 45 years and then, you know like you look back and you're like fuck I wish like that's what I'm scared of I'm scared of literally being on death's door and being like I wish I did x y and z yeah I mean obviously I'm gonna have like regrets I'm gonna be like wow wish I was an NHL hockey player like obviously people are gonna wish those things but you know like I wasn't given enough talent to fucking or maybe I didn't work hard enough as a kid maybe right. that'll be a regret obviously you'll probably have some regrets in life but like try and limit them is what I'm saying absolutely you know? Couldn't agree more. I got to jot that part down. Nice Jotting that down? Wow. Yeah, I got to start jotting. I used to jot things down so it make it easier when I'm editing this for the intro. Oh, nice. Um, just to get like good points or whatever. Or just like wow. clips for YouTube. He's jotting it down. I'm coming up. I'm, I'm coming progressing. Up. Speaking of which, if you're, uh, if, you're, if you're listening on audio, tune over on YouTube. I'm now, uh, you can see our shining faces. Every single episode's going up there. But um, hey, so I, I completely agree. 
Yeah. You would completely agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I fucking preach with that shit. Also, some more positive news. Yeah. Not to get off the topic, but uh, two more compliments this weekend about me. Wow. Yeah. So fucking keep me around, buddy. No, that's fucking good. Yeah. Great. Someone told me I should start my own. Actually, second person to tell me to start, start my own. Start your own. So start your. <laughs> hey, hey, start treating me better. I might be. Where do you think your, you're going, ta- your talent might be taken off. I'll tell you that much. Here we go. Now, we're excited for the future, though, of this podcast. Some exciting news. We're hopefully going to be getting a new setup. Yeah, um, I, uh, it's so gonna be a different look. Yeah, I'm ordering. Um, we're ordering. I'm throwing now. We're ordering. We're investing. In we're investing <laughs> in, our, in ourselves. I'm, uh, so keep listening. Yeah, I'm gonna get a new, uh, just pretty much a new visual setup, guys. Like, it's gonna, like if you're watching on YouTube now, it's like I'm, we're gonna figure it out. It's gonna be like a yeah. table, like a V shape, kind of like I think I'm mimicking the impulsive set, just not thirty thousand dollars worth of equipment. And um, I we went to Guitar Center yesterday to get some new mics. Just good looking kids. Though, and uh, yeah, that's facts. And uh, get some new mics and stuff. But Guitar Center was closed, so I need to order everything online. So it's which gonna is be a little crazy. Bit. They weren't closed. They were just out of. Oh, a lot sorry, of they stock. weren't closed. Yeah, they there which was literally crazy. nothing. I mean, there. actually, maybe because of the pandemic and whatnot, that they're on a lot of stock because people yeah. are probably doing more things like podcasting and or like. You know, oh wow, work's closed. Like, let me go get the guitar and learn. But then how to just play. like or supply and demand, though. So, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, like, why? Well, that makes sense. Demand's high. He's like, well, we have well, six hundred of these mics coming in on August twenty first. It's like, why didn't you see? Well, we go back to Sherwin. Like, if you see you're running out of stock, yeah, and you know people it. are gonna fall. buy them. But I mean, some places don't want to sit on inventory because it costs them interest and it costs them money to sit on inventory. But it's like, you know, if there's a high demand for stuff right now, keep the shelves yeah. stocked. Keep a couple on the shelves, you a couple know? On the shelves. I'm not saying you got to keep 20 extra in the store, but like, yeah. you know, you yeah. got one on display, keep one out there. Yeah, there's there. so many on display. And I'm trying to, because I'm trying to get a new mic for my, for my music. Right now I use a, a blue mic, but Russ has been talking about this gray mic that he uses and it's a blue one. Blue is the company, it's not the mm-hmm. color of it. But, um... And so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go buy it. And so I saw it online. And I was like, I'm just going to grab it. Because I've been looking to upgrade my shit. Those anyway. mics that are really cool with a stand that could just like hang in yeah. front of our That's faces. That's what I'm going to get. We're going to get. So though. if you guys are watching, like, we're going to get the, I'm going to get the Shure SMB 7.8, which is like the podcast mic. And the quality, the audio is going to sound a lot better as well. Because these things, a little nerdy stuff, but this sits a lot in the high ends. That's why this podcast kind of sounds like a little high, like snaps. But like low ends on podcasts, so you hear like a boo 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 boo. Is like that's where the sure really picks it up a lot better, and it's just a better podcast. Yeah, like. we're definitely we're investing in it. We we're starting to get a lot more feedback on the podcast, and I think we're gonna yeah. dive into it a lot harder than we have been. Yeah, it's and, so uh, fun, dude. It is really it's fun. fun. It's dude. fun to sit here and talk, and it's honestly like getting compliments. Not to be like narcissistic or say like that's why I do it, but getting compliments on people like enjoying what you say or what you discuss when we just come on here and kind of shoot from the hip on yeah. episodes is like. It's really fucking cool. It's the same it's thing. It's really cool. It's a as dopamine w- hit. What know? we said earlier, when you support your friend's business who's starting it, yeah. when you're getting compliments on something that you are doing, it's yeah. the same fucking feeling. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, oh, like a little dopamine hit. It's like someone likes your product. Yeah, you want to exactly. do better. Like, this is a product of us. And like, you know, a shirt is a product of a company. Like, yeah. when someone likes that or buys it, like, buys into it, like, you really, it's it's really fucking cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, I love it. I'm just excited because hopefully the new setup, it'll allow for us to bring guests on where it, it'll be me and Matt and a guest yeah and you know we can interview them at the same time and whatnot and kind of bring the little one-two punch into uh having a having a guest on yeah we're gonna get a couple i want I, hopefully I headphones too so we can be yeah. aware of any audio yeah. audio mess ups you know sometimes like i think you said last episode there was a couple spikes or whatever yeah we i can't really like a part of we the only podcast. hear ourselves right now we're not hearing the feedback so yeah hopefully we're gonna spend nice job feedback yeah there you gonna, go you know, no problem yeah. we're gonna uh spend a little money and uh make this a higher quality podcast for you guys so i hope you guys that have been listening since the beginning are uh excited with how it's been improving and where it's going to be in the next couple months yeah and on a um on other news i was just hearing today that uh so it's august right now right 
And uh, well, yes, August right now, and people are going. This fucking summer flew by, dude. Summer flew flew by, absolutely. I know, dude. It's gonna start getting cold out here again, so mm-hmm. you know, I might have to make mm-hmm. make a quick trip out to California. You know, what I'm saying for like a month or two. Hope you don't mind. Anyways, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm not really kidding. I have been thinking like maybe I should go do like a little bit of time out there. <laughs> He's like, oh, I can't wait to shovel the snow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with you, but I mean, it's kind of a thought. Man. Like, I, 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 I'm fucking with you, but I'm not really fucking with you. That's like Matt's way of saying things. So like, break the ice about it. And be like, oh, dude, I'm kidding. And then three days later, you wake up and they'll be like, oh, yo, sorry, you were sleeping, forgot to say goodbye, but uh, I'm in California for two months. Yeah, man. Me and Sin made the trip out here. Uh, we'll see what the hell happens. Um, but what I want to talk about. So is- we're not. Gonna be improving the podcast because we're gone for fucking two months. No, no, we are improving the podcast. I'm just kidding. It was just an idea. Um, Who knows? Maybe you should come too. Uh, You never know. But anyways, I want to talk about something important though, which me and you, me and you are experts at. Like I'd say that we're pretty much fucking professionals at this thing. And um, it is August, going into September, and what happens during that time is kids go back to school. Mm. And uh, me and you are experts at going back to school because we did uh, that. Yeah, and we yeah uh, yeah we had a we had a good time in college, and I think that we, you know it was uh, I don't know, it's fucking excellent time. But uh, there's kid you know times are changing now, and people are. I was just listening to the scam. It's a news podcast I listen to. Shout out to them. Um, but uh, they, they're they're really good just covering the news out of like this very middle ground way. Like they're not they don't string too far to the left oh, or too far to the right. Love that. And love they're that. just like they just give you both facts and everything. But they're talking about going back to school and how um. Some can't. Some schools have transitioned to completely online, and some yeah, other schools snooze, are like snooze. Not gonna have a fall semester. Well, they are, but it's gonna wait, be strictly really? online. Oh, it's strictly online. Yeah. So that, here's my thing, man. Thank God we graduated in 2017. Could you fucking 18, imagine us 18, going to our senior? 18. Oh yeah, you're an 18 guy. Yeah, young and young. Um, going into the, our senior year, and they're just like, hey guys, all set. I lose my fucking. And then you have mind. to do online classes back in your parents' basement. And it's not like because you got one back year on left. The cape? Of, you got one year left of college. Like it's not like you're gonna like transfer out somewhere. How about like, the, for your the senior sophomore? Year. Like people that got a taste of college as freshmen, and then they don't even get to go see college after that. They have oh, no idea, no, dude. They have no dude, idea. No, 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 no club hockey. Like no, like no programs to be a part of. No teams. That's how you build friendships. No Friday and Saturday night with the boys. Listen, no tearing it off. No fucking <laughs> crawling across Larkin at fucking two in the morning. Larkin Field, I should say. No, good times. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude. Playing we, drunk ultimate frisbee. That was a good soccer stuff. field. It's just like making memories that I will literally never forget. Also. And instead, you're going to be like, sit. Oh, I'm you're, sorry. You're, I'm sorry. It's like high school. Bro. And like, also, you're still like, we live together. right? We're friends. Yeah. DeRosa, where do you know him from? Fucking college. Yep. Where, where we became, I knew him in high school, but we became friends in college, right? Yeah. Everyone we surround ourselves with from college. What are these kids going to do that don't make friends in college? They're not going to have any roommates. They're not going to be able to afford their rent moving to the cities. They're not going to have they're any gonna be friends. The kid, they, they're going to be the kids that still use Facebook at 25. They're going to be still ruining <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> they don't leave the hometown. They don't leave the hometown. But uh, yeah, man. no, that fucking stinks because it was like, there was a certain beauty too. Like, I mean, going to class, like... It was just so much easier when it was on campus because it's like you'd wake up and you'd get the socializations. You'd go see your couple friends there yeah. in that class. You'd walk across campus, get a little fucking FaceTime, fucking, yeah. you know, all right, it's a nice day out walking across campus, you know, like, I mean, sometimes in winters, you know, you wouldn't want to wake up. He's like, fucking, yeah. I, I want to walk yeah, It's funny, class. you're talking about going to class, but like, you never went. Buddy, so I like, went to uh, fucking uh, class. Don't even start that. Don't even start. Just because you fucking were a teacher's pet. Doesn't I wasn't mean. a teacher's pet. Yes, you were. You're like, dude, perfect attendance. They give you like more points on the test. <laughs> I did go to. You're like, yeah, weighs your score at the end if you have perfect attendance. That's part of the grade. Look at the syllabus. Yeah. I don't know. If, looking back, I don't know. There regret were just some days in the yet. winter, I had late hockey practices. Some, and some winter, days, buddy, in, you didn't go. Some days in the winter, 
that it would be very cold out. I'd wake up and I'd be like, that looks like a treacherous walk to class. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save myself from the hypothermia. Yep. And I'm going to go back to Snuggle Town. I mean, like, fair, though. You know? Snuggle Town. Buddy, go, listen. I went to class. Graduated with a 3.1, all right? Were you 3.1? Yeah. You know, I beat you, did you? Yeah, because you were legit. We're going to office hours bringing an apple for the teacher. <laughs> hey, just polish his Granny Smith for you. Yeah, hey, we got a cloud up, man. Nah, you did, you did very well. You also, like, weren't scared of, like, presentations and stuff. Yeah, that's a thing, too. I mean, but, um, that's, like... 90% of college I feel like it's yeah. Look at me now Scared of talking In fucking class And now I'm on a podcast I was just gonna say too Like, <laughs> you, like also Has this Has it, I don't know if your you, fears. Do you think that this is Like I don't, we, You haven't had to like Talk in front of a group In a very long time But do you think this is helpful I'm definitely all? less scared of it now yeah. I mean I kind of graduated college And it was like Alright well You know with a mentoring job You know we'd meet for a team Every fucking uh, week or two Yeah At least once every two weeks And like you know The whole team would be there You know 40, 50 people, people? Well, That's a lot to speak in front you of You know and you're, you're sharing About your cases And you know they're, they're got, You're going around And they're asking you questions Or you're doing icebreakers And it's like Alright well like If I don't do that Like this is my job There's no like yeah. Oh you got a bad grade on this Because you know You avoided it Like I yeah. couldn't avoid it I had to It was my fucking job yeah. And I also had to go Into people's homes And like discuss with their parents Like what we're working on With the kids that I'm mentoring And why we're doing this And why it's going to help You know Basically giving a mini presentation About what you're doing You know Like what skills you're working on For socializing And, and behavior And whatnot, And like yeah. telling the parents Like X, Y, and Z Like you can't be scared To talk in public Or in front of people When you're doing that You know Powerful tool, man. If you can learn how to to speak in public or just like get over it. Obviously, it's going to cause you nerves, but just get over that. Like, you know, there was no reason to like fear it. You know, I even still like I get the argument. It's like, oh, you can perform in front of thousands of people, but you can't um, like I I can. I'm pretty good at public speaking, but like there is like a little bit of like nerves sometimes when when I'm in a big group of people. And it's like right before I speak, I'm like, "Uh," I mean, not not really. I'm kind of blessed with that. Yeah. What's cool about you is like once you get to the sides, like if you get to big venues, like you did the House of Blues, but you were opening for someone there. So like that to me would be nerve wracking because that's in front of 2,500, 3,000 people and which was fucking sick. It was cool to see you up on stage and people were vibing with your music. But what's crazy about that is that was for fucking Sammy Adams, right? Uh-huh. And so 25, I'd say 97% of the people there were there for Sammy Adams. Yeah. It was cool because you went right on right before Sammy. So the place was fucking juice. So that was a lot more ears on yours, but that would drive me crazy because you're opening for someone so that you know, the crowd is probably there for Sammy, not for you. Yeah. So you could go on and be a complete fucking flop. You're also one of five people that went before so they are waiting for Sammy. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of openers before they're like, "All right, when's he coming out?" And then like you got to come out and then it's like the- that's that, what I'm saying. You gotta win. So that's it's crazy. It's like that's how I'm sure your mind works like that too. But you're better at like shutting it off. But like that's how my mind works. Is like instead of being like, all right, I'm about to go vibe in front of 2,500 people. Like let's fucking crush this. I'm like, well, what if they don't like me? You know? Yeah. I, I think that's how my presentation. Like that's how like my brain would work to like make me scared of presentations. Is like yeah. kind of thinking about the negatives. But now, getting over public speaking is like. You just got to do it, man. Yeah, it's like yeah. Some people aren't going to fuck with what you say, and they're going to fuck with what you say. So it's like, but what I think is crazy is the fucking comics, man, who get up there. Because it's oh, like, that, that's just crazy. You, know, you went, you know, okay, if you go to a bigger venue where 10,000 people are coming to see Matt Corman, they're buying tickets for a Matt Corman concert. They're yeah. there because they listen to your music and they know what they're going to get. Yeah, you yeah. know, you might sound like shit live compared to Spotify, yeah. you know, but like they're there for you because they like you yeah, yeah. and they know what they're getting. You go see a comic. Do you imagine being Joe Rogan going out in front of ten thousand people and they have no idea what your set's gonna be? Yeah. And you're like, 
you know, you tell your first two jokes and like the crowd's not really giggling. Not Do you imagine it. that fucking feeling? I'm gonna try, dude. I I I, I can't imagine feeling. Yeah, I, I want to give it a rap. You said you wanted to go do like an open mic, which the beauty of an open I mic get is. I want my feet wet. Yeah. The first time I performed. Well, you said you want to do stand up. That's not that's, telling knock knock jokes that you found off Google isn't necessarily stand up. I will. I, my, say. I need to get my feet wet. It's like starting anything. You know, you don't go perform for the House of Blues. You gotta go to the Middle East. But like the beauty of stand up is like it's original content. You like you know. I'll write some original content. Uh, you can't be taking knock knock jokes off. I mean, I, I don't know the rules to stand up, but I'm assuming the telling knock knock jokes people have already heard probably won't get the most chuckles out of it. What did the uh, What did the astronaut say to his uh, his wife when he was looking for a divorce? He just, he, suck? Just, he just needed a little space. <laughs> oh, wow. That was good. That was good, buddy. Pretty good. Yeah. What, what did, did the, uh, what the doctor say to the guy that walked into his office wrapped in uh, cellophane? What? I can clearly see your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what did he... Uh, did you... Wait, did you hear about the, the fire that happened at the shoe factory? Oh, they lost a bunch of souls, right? Lost 10,000 souls. 10,000 souls. <laughs> That's a fucking... Get over here, Neil. Well, I can, fucking I can smack the shit out of my knee. I could go rip an open mic and... I yeah, was, but I think after like four knock-knock jokes, people are like, this is this guy's at. Come on. No, but the, the thing about... It's two to three minute sets. I looked it up. So you're doing a summer real, two to three minute sets, open mic. If they open back up, I'm going and you're going too. And you got to watch me. You got to help me. No, but me. I think there's a beauty of like writing your own stuff. For sure. Like if I got on stage and I just yeah. rapped a bunch of Drake songs that were Drake songs, everyone think I'm a fucking like, clown. What the fuck is wrong like, with Where's you? your own exactly. shit? Yeah. So, but I just think there's like, it's, it's so fucking crazy. Like when I, you know, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast and I, he has a lot of comics on sometimes and I think about these guys like doing these sold out shows at stadiums and Terrifying. it's like, you got to go up there with something people haven't even heard. Like at least a musician, people are expecting a couple songs, Yeah, you know? And you have the backing track to help you when things get awkward. Like the beats playing, I can breathe. Stand up, it's like, what do you guys think? What's up with airplane food? Like, uh -huh. you know, you like, like you literally like. PSA is crazy. And then you can go out there in your first two, and they could be a flop. And then imagine trying to recover from there. Oh. I'm just saying, like, the mental stability of like being able to like go out there and be like, okay, this is gonna make these people laugh. And if it doesn't make these people laugh, recover and be on your feet that quick. Yeah. Like that's fucking that's crazy. That's, that's banana land. I think you'd be able to. Do it. You'd be really funny because you're funny. Thank you. I appreciate it. I think I'm. I'm gonna definitely try to give it a rip though. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to at least, before I die, I'm going to try a stand-up comedy set.